Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 615, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. A very happy Friday to you and a very happy Black Friday if you're in the U.S., And welcome back to another Q&A episode. On all the other weekdays, I narrate blogs for you, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, with permission from the authors, of course. But on Fridays, I like to answer your questions. And I'll let you know how you can send one in at the end of the show. As I always say, I like this to be a show where you can find out the truth. Now, what makes me such an expert, you might ask? Don't get me wrong, I don't claim to know everything, but I do have my doctorate of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master of public health degree with an emphasis in health promotion and health education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm faculty at three different institutions, one of which is Bastyr University, California. That's where I serve as assistant professor and chair of the Department of Nutrition and Basic Sciences. So needless to say, health, wellness, and nutrition are truly my passions, and I hope to share with you the latest information on these topics. And so with that, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Hi, my name is Michael. My question is, I've heard all these different things about intermittent fasting um, but I've also heard a lot about eating small meals throughout the day to keep your metabolism up. Um, and it's really confusing whether or not each method works or which one is preferred or which one works for me. So if you could kind of give give me a two cents on that, that would be awesome. Um been trying to lose fat um, while staying lean. That's where I'm at. Just wondering what your thoughts are on the intermittent fasting versus small meals throughout the day. Thanks. Thank you for your question, Michael. And what a perfect time to think about skipping meals or consuming smaller meals the day after Thanksgiving, no less. But honestly, I know how confusing all of these diets can be. And then it doesn't help when we throw in a term like metabolism, which is so often misunderstood. That just adds to the confusion. So let me start by describing what fasting and intermittent fasting truly are. Now, by definition, fasting means the complete avoidance of food. Intermittent fasting means that you will still eat, but with larger lengths of time in between meals and snacks. Now, some intermittent fasting programs suggest limits on how many calories you can eat. For example, 
Some may allow one meal during a fasting day that makes up maybe 25% of your calorie needs for a typical day. So let's say you know you need to consume 2,000 calories per day. This would mean that your one meal during one of these fasting days should be about 500 calories. Now, in general, there are three types of intermittent fasting diets. There's alternate day fasting. This diet has you alternate between days you can eat what you want and days you're supposed to fast. Then there's whole day fasting. Here you fast one to two days per week, and on the other days, you can eat anything, anytime. And lastly, there's time-restricted eating. This involves a routine where you only have a certain number of hours to fast and a certain number of hours to eat each day. Okay, so now that you know what intermittent fasting is like, we need to discuss whether it's safe and effective. Now, there are some studies that have found benefits, such as weight loss, reduced body fat, which is what you mentioned, Michael, and lower total cholesterol levels. Sounds great, right? On the other hand, researchers have also found that intermittent fasting may be just as effective as watching what you eat and reducing your daily calories. Oh, and many of the studies I should mention were performed using animals as participants. And we know we behave very differently than, let's say, some lab mice. But let's briefly explain why intermittent fasting may actually help with weight loss and body fat loss and improved what we call lipid profiles or improved blood cholesterol levels. Short-term intermittent fasting may reduce body weight and body fat because by fasting, your body relies more on your fat for energy. This has been shown especially within the first 24 hours of fasting and seems to peak between 18 and 24 hours of starting that fast. Okay, so at this point, the mechanism sounds clear and you may be convinced. These are wonderful benefits, right? However, as always, you must ask yourself, is this pattern of eating right for me? When we look at longer-term studies, most of the ones I mentioned a second ago were done in the short term, think one to six months. Researchers are finding that very low-calorie diets do not have better long-term weight loss results when compared to less extreme diets. Also, when they study these diets, they often use young, otherwise healthy folks. In fact, many participants of these studies were athletes. Since most of us aren't young, super active, healthy athletes, we need to be sure that this eating pattern is right for the rest of us. Plus, there are also some risks for nutrient deficiencies, and there may be some loss of muscle mass, which we never want, and the possibility that you will gain more weight, mostly fat weight, if and when you go back to a typical eating pattern. Okay, so then what about consuming small meals throughout the day instead? As you mentioned, Michael, this concept is based on the idea that by eating more often, we can keep our metabolisms up. Okay, now there's that oh-so-important concept, metabolism. The word metabolism is referring to the number of calories you burn in a day. So a large portion of the calories you burn every day are due to keeping your organs functioning, just being able to breathe, and powering your brain. A much, much smaller portion of our metabolism is responsible for mechanically breaking down and absorbing the foods that we eat. So that's where this idea of small meals throughout the day might increase your metabolism came about. But again, this is a very small percentage of the number of calories you burn each day. Digesting and absorbing food basically doesn't burn a whole lot of calories. Plus, when we eat food, we're probably taking in far more calories than we're burning digesting that food. And so if we rely just on eating small, more frequent meals a day to help burn fat, 
Well, since digesting and absorbing that food burns so few calories each day, you may actually end up sabotaging your weight loss and fat burning efforts by using this method. Something else we need to consider is that if this type of eating isn't natural to you, meaning eating small, frequent meals throughout the day, then it's possible you may not feel sated throughout the day. In turn, you may actually consume more calories in the long term because you may end up snacking more often because you just never feel satisfied. So what's the bottom line? Both eating patterns have their drawbacks. The key is to find the eating pattern that suits you and your lifestyle. If you can feel satisfied throughout the day by consuming smaller meals more often while still controlling your overall calorie intake, then go for it. If you can stick to it consistently, you will lose weight and hopefully eventually body fat. If you can fast for long periods of time without it interfering with your school or work or social obligations, then give it a try. Oh, and pay attention to those days when you can eat normally. Do you tend to overcompensate on those days and eat too many calories? Because that'll basically negate any effects of intermittent fasting. Also, I have to mention, I would not recommend an intermittent fasting diet to the following. Those that currently have diabetes, those with low blood sugar, the elderly, children, pregnant and breastfeeding women. And I wouldn't recommend fasting before exercise you may end up fainting or worse due to low blood sugar levels, which can make you feel weak and jittery. And definitely don't fast before swimming. If you faint in the pool, well, we know what that might lead to. And of course, as always, definitely check with your personal physician before trying any one of these diets. That's because they know you, they know your health history, and they can be sure that you don't place yourself in harm's way. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Michael. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in. The number is 61 I Love OHD. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Thanksgiving week. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. I'll be back here on Monday, as always, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, 
but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.